Yo, what's going on? You were tuned in to Intimate Moments with Bishop once again. Uh, the time is now 8 p.m. I got a special guest with me today to discuss a few things. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, hello. I am Janae. Um, just going to see what this podcast life is about today, I guess. Discuss a couple things with Bishop here. I'm telling y'all now, she's nervous, so <laughs> if y'all hear a little shaky in her yeah. voice and everything, just... <laughs> Bear with me. Just ignore it. Don't I like it ain't me, even man. happening. Somebody's going to judge you. Oh, well. That's that's the world we live in. That's all right. Everybody's a judge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wanted to... Okay, so today we're not going to uh, discuss any of my wild stories that I like to share with y'all. We're going to be talking about some current events going on. You know what I mean? Around the country, within our city limits, you know. Couple couple spicy topics. We're gonna start with uh Boosie, the rapper. He recently was on his IG live and he made a statement to where it's been times where he had grown women give his twelve and thirteen year old sons oral sex, some head. And the world is up in a war right now. What Me- do you think about this? I don't okay. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't supposed to ask you. This could, this could go both ways, but I'm leaning towards the way of a father. Uh, like, if it's a father, it's like, yeah, that's my boy. He, he getting some hair from a grown woman. But if, it, if if it's from a woman's perspective, like, why? Like, it's so many different ways you can turn this, and it's no matter how y'all look at it, it's gonna come down to the male perspective versus the female's perspective. And I'm naturally going to lean towards the male perspective. Because think about it. If my son's 12 years old and he doesn't, he's on that fence of what's going on in life, I'm going to give him a kickstart. On the fence as far as what? Like he don't know if he like boys or girls, if he want to have sex or not. I'm going to give him a kickstart. Okay, so my, I got to start off with one question. Is this or is it not molestation? Legally, yes. Morally, is it not molestation? Yes. Okay. So why in any realm is molestation justifiable? That's where it goes back. Okay. Male or female perspective. I'm going to tell you why morally a lot of people are saying it's not molestation. Because I'm in a generation to where a lot of people is losing their virginities at 12, 13, 14 years old. So now... I guess back then it wasn't broadcasted when you lost your virginity, except to your friends, but he said it so the world could hear it. So it's like, that backlash is, is going to be ridiculous off rip. But morally, morally and ethically, 100% wrong. But from a father's standpoint, it wasn't wrong. That's coming from a father's standpoint. The problem with that is it's been normalized. Like, why is why has that become a normal thing as a father? I'm asking you mad questions. I think, <laughs> no, I like it. I, I think it's normalized for a father because it gives the father the reassurance that my son is not going to be a little bitch out here. Like, he's, listen... If your son could get some sex or some head at 12, 13 years old, as a father, you like, I'm proud of you. But you also got to talk to, okay, if it's somebody his age, yeah. 
But when you bring a daughter to the equation, then it's like you couldn't get somebody's daughter that was down. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like <laughs> that's like that's 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 what I don't get. My thing is, what grown woman would do that shit? Yeah, that's fucked up. There's no, there's no reason why a grown woman should be okay with being physical with a 12 year old boy, and it, like at all. That's I don't care what you getting paid. You really need money that bad? You better go find you a grown ass man that's gonna pay you for that. Cause why are you touching these 12 year old boys? That's it, weird. Cause his dad's rich and his dad's right there. That's weird. Well, do the dad then. Dad gonna pay you for that. He Boosie already got said, some. He yeah exactly. He already <laughs> said he got some. So just keep doing that. Like why? Any a fee, a woman that's okay with doing that is terrible to me. Like, so as far as this whole subject, it's wrong. Like, it has been normalized to the point where it's become like almost a rite of passage for a boy to lose his his innocence in this manner. Like, that's what you're doing. You're taking that boy's innocence. But you also gotta look at it from this perspective. We are in America. In a lot of these other countries, I ain't around, worried about the other countries. See, see I'm just saying, <laughs> if, uh, uh, in a lot of these other countries, this is actually very normal. But in a lot of these other countries, they're coming into modern times and outlawing that shit too. That's like in push. Africa, there's there's a woman in power right now that just outlawed uh, young marriages so that these women, these young girls, can go to school and get an education. <laughs> And I think that's another key that people are missing out on. It's not. It's good that you say that. What if the roles are reversed and the mother pay a dude to have sex with her daughter? That's that's why I have such a big problem with this. Because any father right now that's saying that this is okay, this is acceptable for a 12-year-old boy to be getting any type of physical action from a grown woman is not going to feel the same way about his daughter. If you found out right now that a man put his mouth on your daughter, that would probably be his last day breathing. You, and that's the problem. Like, Our community goes out of its way to treat a young girl's innocence like it is the most sacred thing in the world. But why don't we do that for our boys? Like, Why don't we go so as hard for our young boys? They are all children. All our children deserve to have their innocence for as long as they can. We all know a certain time in life when we lost our fucking innocence and we wish we could go back. Absolutely. So why are we not protecting our boys? Like, every time I hear somebody say, I don't want a boy, boys are so easy, this is the problem right here. We're not emotionally developing our boys enough. We're not treating them, we're not taking care of them the same way we do our girls. We treasure our girls. We make sure that they know how to express themselves. We make sure that they know how to be sensitive. They know how to love. They know how to do this and that. But with their boys, we don't, we don't um, develop them that same way. And that's a problem. I think a big issue with that is in today's day and time, we expect our young men to just survive. Yeah, like it's all learned. It's, it's it's part of life. Like you're gonna go through it eventually, but we expect you to learn everything on the fly. We expect we expect our young man to pick up knowledge from his elders or anybody else, but nobody's actively participating in it. It's one of those: if you come across it, you come across it. If you don't, you go learn eventually. That's how I. And I feel like that's how that's that's no lie. I was raised in a in a well, I was raised in two different households. So I basically lived two whole different lives. When I was with my mom, like, it was all, uh, you know, go to church, respect your elders, 
know what I mean? It was always yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, I was on my best behavior. But my dad, whenever I was with my dad, it was like, like, my me and my dad got the same. Well, we used to have the same first name before I changed my name. So I I used to call my dad Pops or G. Like, what's going on, G? Like Big G. They, everybody called me Little Greg when I was younger. That was originally my name, Greg. Before I legally changed it in 2011 on some pimp shit. <laughs> My mom was mad as fuck when I did it too. She did. She did it. You know who learned first? Facebook. That's messed up. I posted. The, I posted my court documents on Facebook. Yo. But I would have wanted to fight you. Yeah, my mom was mad as a bitch. Like she was. If I wasn't in Germany when I did it, I'm pretty sure she would have ran down on me. But she she called me everything but her son when she found out on Facebook. I was like, shit, is that real? But that's neither here nor there. But uh, when I was with my dad, everything was just so much more relaxed. He let me do what I want. Like, the first time I got high was with my dad. Like, the first time I drank a beer was with my dad. And I was a teenager at this point. But he had it in his head to where he was raising an error where he had to learn on the fly. So he wanted to speed up my process of learning everything while he's here. Like, he was going somewhere or some shit. And this was forever ago. He's still here. But he let me get away with so much shit. The only time he really got on me is when my mom made him. So it was just, it was more of a thing where I had more free will to run the streets and just live life of a reckless teenager when I was with my dad. But when I was with my mom, I was a model child. Because you knew better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo. My dad to this day has never put his hands on me once. I'm, I got a million whoopers from my mom, but my dad has never even attempted to put his hands on me, not once. No matter what I did, like, my dad bought me, when the Pontiac G8 first came out in 2006, my dad bought me that car. Oh, he was living. <laughs> I crashed that car in two days, Man. coming from a college party at the U of R. If you come up the, if you coming down the little main street, it's a little roundabout with a big ass rock in the middle. And we was coming from the party. I'm a teenager, drunk as a bitch, brand new car. And you ran into something that was stationary, you should be ashamed. And <laughs> I was drinking and driving as a teenager and came up on a roundabout, didn't see it, it was too late, the music was blasting. Boom, hit the rock, totaled the car up. Within two days, and the car had just came out like a month before that. Brand new whip. Brand new car. 200, 200 miles on it, probably. <laughs> not even that. Yeah, two days. I was that. like 40 miles on and it. And <laughs> my mom was livid. My mom and stepdad was livid because they had put in on the car also. My dad was just like, I right, want insurance total without we'll go get you. My dad bought me a new car like a week oh later. Like, like my mom, when I went home to my mom, I was on punishment for like a year. <laughs> So when it came time for me to go to my pop's crib on Thursdays, I had my car there. I knew it was free will. That's so, crazy. And, and it's just like, it's one that of those things to where- That was two different lives, for real. Yeah, dad, I think your father sees you in a different light than the rest of the world and your mother or female will see you. And that's just something that a father, it's like, oh, my, my boy getting some head from a grown woman. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to my boys about this shit. That's, I think that's how they look at it. So I feel like a lot of that has, has been learned. Um, you went through something and you came out okay, so therefore you're going to put your son through it and hope he come out okay. 
But not everybody is the same. Not everybody develops the same. There are 12-year-old boys right now who don't think twice about girls. He liked books. He liked drawing. He liked sports. But you want to expose him to this because this is when you went through it. So you have this child that is now being prematurely exposed to something. And it's with a grown-ass woman that he does not know. He has no connection to. And here she comes touching his like most sensitive place on him and he doesn't even know what the hell is going on he doesn't know how he feels about this he doesn't know how he's supposed to respond because he's never been in this before and now I, I of course I don't know Boosie I don't know his son I don't know their relationship the one thing I do know is he is very adamant about his disdain for homosexuality okay so you have a you have a father that has made it clear that he don't want his seeds to be gay. That he will probably cast you out. You probably not gonna be part of the family in the house no more. And he's bringing, he's telling you, son, I'm about to get you, I'm about to get you some action. You don't want no parts of this. But because you don't want your dad to think that you gay, you're gonna say, okay, dad. And now here you are with this woman in your lap. And you don't like nothing that's going on. And you want to cry out for help right now. You want this to stop. But if you say anything, your dad going to question you. And that's going to lead to years of, like, proving yourself. So you sit there. And you let it happen. And now you're in a, you're in a place where your mental and your physical are battling. Because we all know our parts speak different from our mind. Absolutely. So you can still yeah. be sitting there like, yo, I hate this. I'm disgusted. I feel violated right now and come and now you're sitting there with this internal battle forever because your first time getting some head was from a stranger and you hated it and it made you feel disgusting but your body still liked it and now like now you have these feelings that you don't know how to deal with you don't know how to process you can't even talk to the one man that's supposed to really be your, your dude that's supposed to guide you through this life because he might reject you. How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to internalize that? That's that's what we call trauma. Like, and trauma... That shit is real. Exactly. Trauma is shown in so many different ways to the point where we don't even really know how it can affect us. Like, you can show trauma and everybody is different. Everybody shows their trauma differently. You have this feeling where you wanted to scream out for help and you are repressing that to the point where maybe later on in life you get to a point where you can't even remember where, what, what event caused you to have that feeling. That's what repression is. You, you have this feeling associated with an event and you, you, done, you can't even remember the event anymore. So now you just have this feeling and you walk through life with this feeling and you can't, you can't work through it because you don't even remember where the feeling came from. That's why these men... Our men walk around with such weight on their shoulders because they go through trauma that they don't even know how to work through. Come on. Do you think... Okay, hold on. Y'all not thinking about <laughs> this in depth. This shit, this is the stuff that causes our people to have so many different problems expressing themselves. Right. Being emotionally sound and intelligent. Like, emotionally intelligent, that is. Go ahead. All right. I had to rant real quick. <laughs> let me let me catch y'all up. Y'all tuned into Intimate Moments with Bishop. I'm here with a special guest, Miss Neighbor, discussing a few topics tonight. You know the vibes is Lofty Hip Hop. Check it out on YouTube, Lofty Hip Hop. That's L O F I H I P H O P. Lofty Hip Hop. You know I'm on my Jim Beam Red Stag with the hookah burning. 
She's drinking water. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But let's go back. You said you made a statement about about a child coming to his own and he's battling the session he might not like. So we're gonna shift gears, but it ties in. Wayne Way's twelve year old son. First, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. You need to talk about what I just what uh, I yeah, just said. We gonna get there. <laughs> we gonna get there. Right. So, Wayne Way's twelve year old daughter. Mm-hmm. That's what they're acknowledged. Zaya, Zaya, whatever her name is, Zaya Wait. He's. They're twelve. When they, when they came out, because, you know, I don't want to say the wrong she, thing, you know. She would like you know, to be identified You as know, it's politics and this shit. Mm-hmm. So, when they came out publicly and made it, and you saw Boosie go live talking about it, mm-hmm. talking about Dwayne Wade, don't cut that boy dick off, mm-hmm. this and that. Boosie's son went on live also. The t- 13-year-old went on live, and he made a statement. He said, I know a woman that'll do some things to him and that'll change his life. He knows a woman that would do some things to... To change the Wayne Wade son's okay. life and his outlook on life. This is a 13-year-old saying this. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that that young child, at 13 years old, you're telling a 12-year-old that's want to be a woman or whatever, that you know a woman that will... I know a woman that will change your life and you won't even like boys no more. You won't, won't want to dress like a woman. Is that learned? Do you think that specifically came from his father? Like, not you go live and you say this, but you think those ways and habits is what he picked up from his father? Of course. Um, you have to receive influence to be able to talk like that at 13. I know some women that will change, that will stop you from even wanting to do all of this, like, in the gist. That's like, 13. And he, he ain't say girl, he said, I know some women. Okay, yeah, like, that's not something that you just picked. Like, at 13, you you heard that. You were shown things to believe that. And you, you learned from your father to be that bold to get on live and say something like that. Right. So do you think that trauma... So, do you think that that could be trauma, traumatizing? To a boy that's 12 years old and wasn't ready for none of that and have a woman in his lap. Yeah, absolutely. I lost, okay, let me let me see. I lost my virginity at 11 to my babysitter who was set, <laughs> My babysitter was 16. That's crazy. But that's I, okay. I was, but like I said, I was one of them little fast kids. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm with my dad, my, my dad was married, but he cheated on my stepmom the whole marriage, so... We would always leave the house and go chill around and with some grown women and shit like that. This is me as a kid. This is what I used to do with my dad. And I was I was always around grown women. And I used to, you know, watch the little porn on HBO and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Real sex, those little shits. So I was always my mind was always there, like, I okay, I wanna I wanna see what this shit feels like. And my babysitter was 16, and she was a little hot in the ass. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Uh, we were sitting down. I was eating pizza. I had just finished my homework. I was eating pizza. My mom left for work or whatever. And we were just sitting down there watching TV. And then time rolled by. It's 9 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. I'm supposed to be getting ready for bed. I go upstairs. I come back downstairs. She's watching real sex. So she was like, go upstairs. So I'm like... I can watch this shit. I watched, I mean, 
I, I watch this all the time. So we sit on the couch and she like, you ever try any of this? And I'm like, no, you want to try it? So she was, so she was like, no, you too young. And I'm like, who's going to know? I basically talked her into it. So I lost my virginity to a 16-year-old when I was 11. When I look, when I look back on it, you know, a lot of people don't know when I lost my virginity, but my family and my uh, my close friends and shit like that. But if I, when I look back on it now, I'm like, yo, this chick was 16 and I was 11. Like that shit is crazy. That's five years. Now imagine 12, 13. Because a grown ass woman is what, 25. Nah, Probably somewhere Boosie has 30 year olds. Okay, that's even worse. I know, I know that. That's even worse. If it was Boosie, that woman had to be at least 28 to 35, at least. I could agree with that. At least. He owed his damn self. <laughs> exactly. But uh, that's definitely uh. I don't. I don't want to say I was traumatized by that because it's something that I wanted. I, I wanted to experience this. You know what I'm saying? But when I sit and I look back on it, I'd be like, Yo, Shorty was really 16. Like, and it goes back to what you said. What she wasn't grown, but what woman with that age difference openly was just okay with that? And you know, I think I got caught. We, we had sex a few times and I got caught one day because the babysitter was over there during the daytime and we was all chilling. I just started rubbing our titties and shit. I, I was open. I was there. Shit. I, I figured this is good. Every time we see each other, in my mind, every time we see each other, we both have sex. But that's how what happened in the movies and shit. So I used to do my little horny, horn dog shit. <laughs> and my one of my sisters saw it and he told my mom mm. on it. My mom was like, what's going on, this and this, this and that. And my babysitter was my stepdad's oldest daughter. So they like, well, both our asses. You, you ain't word that right. Babysitter was your stepsister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, my, it was my stepdad's oldest daughter, Ebony. <laughs> okay. And uh, I got a whooping for like a week straight from my mom. <laughs> That ass, like she was livid. My stepdad and what my mom was fucking livid. And uh, after that, they sent her back down to North Carolina to live with her mother. But looking back on that, I don't want to say I was traumatized from it, but it 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 had the it signs you. of it, it definitely turned me into a savage. Oh, you can't tell me shit. I'm sexing sixteen year olds. I'm telling my friends, what you doing with yourself? You got some booty yet? <laughs> oh my god! That's why. That's why you talking. About. You got some booty yet? But I just feel like I don't think there's nobody else in Boosie's son's life to tell them what they're doing is wrong. Cause you know they live in Louisiana, so they already jacked up. We we know how to get down in the boot. They all be humping cousins and shit like that. But uh, I just feel like I get what Boosie want to do or trying to instill in him, but I think he's going by it the wrong fucking way. And that's something, honestly speaking, that's some shit you don't tell no fucking about. <laughs> if you paid a grown woman to give your son some head or some ass, that don't get out. That for, okay, we live in an era where people doing shit for the gram. You know, it's for attention and shit. But all attention ain't good attention. 
and that's not something. If I ever paid for my son to get some ass, I'm not gonna come out and be like, "Yeah, I just had to pay for this little nigga to get some ass because he wasn't trying to make the moves on his own." The motherfucker is twelve. You know what I'm saying? And the irony of it is, he going so far out of his way to to try to ensure that his son is not gay, not realizing that if he has repressed feelings about. The events that took place, his repression can turn out into him avoiding that again and turning into him being gay. Yeah. Y'all, like, that's, he's doing way too much trying to, trying to control things and trying to influence him and now you might have created a gay son just, just by doing that. Because now he want to avoid ever feeling how he was feeling <laughs> ever again. Like, I think his son won't be gay because I mean, he, I'm not, he, yeah. he know his son's, he know his dad is going right. to like, you out this family. <clears throat> Don't call That's me. not gonna stop you from being gay, though. That's gonna stop you from it's showing not. that you're gay. It's not. But of course, like I said, I don't know Boozy or his son or his their relationship. But I'm saying that this is something that has been learned in these community in our communities, and we have to unlearn this. This is something that that is deeply embedded into our men, into our young <laughs> boys, into the like into us as a people and we have to unlearn this it's so much deeper than we realize where do you think something like this starts at like how how do we start addressing these matters as i don't want to say as a community first because stuff like this starts at home yeah you know you can have all the help in the community but if you don't have that support system at home then it's just like what are we really doing you know so where where do you think outside the house like what what programs or what what do we need for these young men to see like yeah it's you go get here eventually but be a child first like how do we get how do we get some of these programs up and running and get other people to start i remember back in the, there used to be tons of big brother programs i don't know where them shits are anymore i think they're still around they probably not them shits are hidden <laughs> yeah yeah my dad's still a big brother right now um, I think we need to let our kids be kids. Like, trying to rush them into anything is, is, is doing too much. Like, let these children read. Let these children play. Like, let them find, find out what they like. Let them form personalities. Y'all, they don't even really know themselves, and you're trying to introduce them into being the most intimate they can be with another human being. Like, Leave that to later. Sex, we all know sex is not going nowhere. We all know that... It might. These social distancing yo, rules... Yo, shut up. <laughs> these social distancing rules is getting stricter and stricter, yo. We all know that at the end of the day... I've heard so many adults say sex is overrated. And sex is overrated. So why are we trying so hard to expose our children to this? They got born sex. Sex is not overrated. Man. Oh. <laughs> Good sex itself is overrated too. It don't matter what kind of sex it what? is. It don't matter what kind of sex it is. That shit come with a lot of pro- a lot of problems. The better it is, the more problems you got sometimes. It comes. <laughs> it comes with whatever you want it to come with. It's how receptive you are to it. But <laughs> that's another story for another yes, day. Yes, yes, indeed. I I just feel like. This is something Boosie should have just kept to itself. It's something he don't need to fucking be doing. Period. He's, he's, you know, you got rich people who feel like they rule the world and they can... 
This he's is... destroying youth doing shit like this and and promoting shit like this and encouraging the people that are fucking supporting him into doing more shit like this so that they can expose their child to it and their child will expose their child to it. Like you're you're encouraging generational trauma. That's what you're doing. I that's what that's that. doing. He's getting online. He he know he got followers. He has millions of people that listen to what he says and 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 looks up to it and and tries to to um, recreate it or imitate it or whatever. Him saying something like this, you know how many people I've seen on Facebook talking about. I don't see nothing wrong with what Boosie did. So guess what? They have a child and they're gonna be doing the same thing. I don't think. Uh, he don't need to I be think, doing that. Period. See, I gotta go back and I, I just saw the one clip. But now I gotta go back and watch the whole live of how he even walked into that conversation. <laughs> does that really matter? It it does matter because if if that was the highlight of it, it had to be some <laughs> other shit in there he done did. True. You know but... what I'm saying? It's like, what else? Like, because every time I see Boosie on live and his kids are around, he's smoking around his kids, he's drinking around his kids. You know what I'm saying? His kids is 12, 13 years old, walking around with all these chains on and stuff. It's just like, I think they're just in that habitat to where they want to be kids, but at the same time, they, they're they living the life of a rich person's kid who think, I got money, so whatever we want to do, we're going to do it, and whatever I want y'all to do, I'm going to make sure y'all do it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's not everybody that's going through this is rich. And it's happening behind closed doors, and nobody talks about it. The only reason why anybody's talking about it is because a rich dude talked about it. So it's still going on. It's still causing trauma. And yeah. them kids probably don't got the money to go to therapy later. That's another thing. I think, well, you have, well, in today's day and age, you you have kids who's more reluctant to talk to their guidance counselors and stuff like that in school because the roles of counselors have changed dramatically. I remember we used to have mental health counselors in school. I don't know if they're still there or not. But I don't, a lot of these kids, even when they go through things like this at home, I don't think they have a support system in the school or elsewhere to, to talk to somebody about this. I mean, you can tell your friends, like, uh, my dad just made me get head from a 30-year-old woman. You tell your boys that you didn't like that shit. Exactly. Now they, what, you gay? You don't, you don't like women? You know what I mean? I wish my dad would do some shit like that. So, <laughs> so. You can't, a young boy that age can't even tell his friends that shit. Right. Because even if he do tell his friends, God forbid, they friend his friends know nothing about this shit. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, a woman just gave you head. What's wrong with it? These kids don't know what molestation is. They don't They don't know the term of it. Right. They just know somebody older is performing sexual acts on them and shit. But it definitely was molestation. Whether to pay for it, and it's only worse because he said he paid for it. Like, bro, you you saying this life? Bro, you indicting yourself, you little dummy. But I just feel like. So let me ask you this. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people say y'all mad at at what Boosie is doing, but a lot of you, feet, a lot of you women now were twelve year olds messing with older dudes. They were. Is that equivalent? It's still molestation. That's even that's even worse. Cause you got an older <coughs> you got an older dude who knows this girl's age. I don't care. 
Now, mind you, I agree with what you're saying, but the the people that are saying this are focusing on the girl, the 12 year old girl, and like equating what she's doing with what Boosie is doing. Is that the same thing? Not the not the older dude, but the 12 year old girl and Boosie. That's even worse. What's even worse? The 12 year girl. You can't. You can't compare the two, but the female doing it with an older man is worse. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's a 9 out of 10 chance that this older man already knows about the sex game. He's know what he's doing. He know how far he can go. When you're that young, you can manipulate somebody into doing whatever you want them to do. So what this older man is telling this young girl or like schooling her, she think it's normal. But as a 12 year old, you just don't know this shit. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many people talk to you about it. Until you're in that situation, you will never actually really get the full understanding of it. And for a grown up, let's say he's 16, 17 year old man with a 12 year old girl. But at 17, you know what the fuck you're doing. I don't care where you was raised. I don't care how you were raised. She's 12, you're 17, and you know she's 12. You absolutely know what you're doing. At that point, that's molestation. That's rape. You know what I'm saying? And a slew of other goddamn charges. Because at 17, I think, ain't you grown at, ain't you grown at 17? Oh, uh, yeah. Seven, In New York State. 17, you grown. So it's like you're purposely taking advantage of this situation. That's the only reason why I say... It's worse for a 12 or 13 year old girl to be doing it than Boosie to be doing it for his son. Because he set it up. I hope he knew the chick. God forbid he didn't know the chick. But and like that's like an oversight. I know what you about to do. I, you know why you here. You here for my son. But you got a 13 year old by herself with an older man. That shit is all types of wrong. Um, I agree with, they're both terrible. Like, neither one of those are justifiable. My only issue is, people, people are trying to make them an equivalent as in, the girl knows what she's doing too. No, she don't. Exactly. Boosie is a grown ass man who is arranging this. That little girl's parents don't know she doing that because if they knew, they know that it's wrong, and they would have had that 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 young man <laughs> either beat the fuck up or put in jail. Period. Probably killed. Shit. Exactly. The parents are supposed to be the gods, and that little girl, her parents didn't know, which is why she was able to fall into that trap. Boosie put his son in that fucking trap. That's not the same thing. the The result ends up being the same, but it's worse because you're a grown man putting your son in that predicament. So, okay, this actually goes into some of the R. Kelly story about, no, 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 I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because, you know, one of the chicks was 15, and her parents was letting her go, like, I don't care how rich you are, you not taking my 15-year-old daughter nowhere, my 15-year-old daughter not coming... Why are you, as a parent, and your 15-year-old stay a night at a grown man's house? Right. And he don't got not one child. 
Not one child. Like he ain't nothing over there for what, her. <laughs> ex- exactly. Like what's registering in your mind that okay, it's R. Kelly. You know as a parent what's about to fucking happen. You know this. I don't care. That's like letting them little white boys go to Neverland and chill with Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Mike status. did it. I'm not saying Mike didn't. If you if if you that irresponsible as a parent, you don't need kids. Your kids should be taken from you. Then y'all want to come out 20 years later and say you thought he, they was just chilling. She wasn't making music. <laughs> Where's the records? Word. They wasn't in <laughs> Let the, me hear something. They wasn't in the studio or nothing. Like, and that goes back to how I see how people are trying to justify it being different or the same. But I think as a parent, letting your young daughter be with older men is worse than letting your son be with older women. Why, though? Because you don't hold them to the same standard. The boy and the girl are not held to the same standard and they should be. I bet you if they were, the way men express themselves now would be different. How so? You'd you'd have more emotional awareness. You'd You'd be able to express yourself more because you don't have so many different things that you're, that you learn that you can't talk about. You learn that you can't complain about. You have this thing that happened that you're supposed to be able to, <clears throat> like I said, you have a trauma that you want to be able to talk to your dad about that you can't. Yeah. And this is this is supposed to be the one person, your father, who helped create you, that you're supposed to be able to confide in and look to for guidance for anything. And from this point on, you have something <coughs> between the two of you that is so fundamental to your development that you can't share so there's always going to be some type of wall and if you have that wall with this one person who is so huge in your life how do you expect to not have a wall with anybody else you're gonna have something it, it transcends it goes from person to person communication issues are not just they don't pick and choose after a while you end up having it everywhere you end up having those issues. They come with you. It's just like heartbreak from a relationship. Sometimes you can't help bringing one relationship to the next. Mm-hmm. Once again, y'all tuning in Intimate Moments with Bishop. I got Miss Nay with me. We we had a couple of topics to talk about, but I see she's passionate. <laughs> I am. She's passionate about this conversation For about Boosie and, and his situation with his 12-year-old son. And okay, so you know, and this is this got me thinking, right? Because Boosie got like fifteen kids. For real, I didn't even know that. Boosie got like fi- about right. Boosie got like fifteen kids. My thing is, how many of his other kids have he put in these situations? Have he put his daughters in this situation? Like, you get where I'm coming from? Like, if you don't put your daughter in this situation, why do you think it's okay to put your son in this situation? Answer that question. I, there is no answer for it. Because <laughs> they're not held to the same standard. That's my answer for all that. It's, it's people, always going to be that 
that standard. So that line is always gonna. Why don't you stop? What's going on? Go put on your damn lips. Yo, shut up. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> I did a cleanse earlier and I'm dehydrated. Drink up water. I'm trying. You know what's crazy? I just got my. Uh, I just got my eight. Uh, don't be putting me on blast like that. Starting a liquid diet Sunday. I just, I just got all my shakes. They in the freezer downstairs. A liquid diet. One week all it's liquid. It's hard. It's That's easy. It's all here, man. I, f- I know. I know. I fasted for two days and I almost died. <laughs> I told her she was exaggerating. <laughs> I swear I wasn't. She said yo. she was losing sight. She couldn't feel her fingers. I did not say that. She <laughs> No, but uh, back to the subject. This, this, I won't be surprised if somebody opened up a little investigation or something on both. I think so too. Because they, he admitted to child endangerment. On a lie. And you know, once it hit. Those social medias, it's public information. They trust me, I know this firsthand. They man, listen, once they get that warrant for that, okay. You can't sell it. When people delete stuff off the internet, nothing is fucking deleted. Mm-mm. It's somewhere Especially hidden. The way it's floating around Facebook, there ain't going nowhere. It's too many shares. You know, you got you got screen records, it's too late. Exactly. It's, it's always gonna be in the rotation now. And I won't be surprised if somebody started looking into to this matter because it's like Okay, you admitting this with your 12 and your 13 year old son, but how, how many of your other kids have you did this to? Like, that's a lot of child endangerment charges you could come across. I think he should just kept it to himself, bro. T- tell your wife, your girlfriend, or your boys, or whatever, like, yeah, I got my son some head or whatever. But you don't tell the world that shit. I get, I mean, you got, you got some people glorifying him, like, oh, his dad paid for him and gives him head at 12. That's fire. I wish my dad would have did that. You say that now, until you in that position where and you got a, and you got a twelve year old daughter, and she's pregnant by sixteen year old Antonio. Antonio, why his name gotta be Antonio? <laughs> That's shit any Antonio would do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against anybody named Antonio. That's listening, but I think. On the outside looking in, people are trying to justify it, but if the if that was if this is me because I got a daughter, and my daughter's eleven, mm. let my daughter come to me next year, and she's telling me she's been hanging around with a sixteen, seventeen year old. What? I've never put my hands on my daughter, but that might be one day <laughs> her head might detach from her shoulders, for real. And I just. I, I, I need to get some other people's reasoning. Because, you know, we live in an era where everything is justified. Well, you got to look at it this way. No, I don't got to look at it that way. I'm looking at from what I... this And everybody who knows me knows I got to say. Fuck perception. I go with what makes sense. Common sense trumps everything. Facts trumps opinions. No matter how you dress it up and make it look cute. At the end of the day, that shit was wrong. You don't pay no... Pretty sure she was a video chick or a hooker or something. Why would you even expose your son to... At 12 years old to possibly catching something? I know she didn't use no condom. Ain't no... I'm not paying you to get my son hair with a condom. That's like washing your hands with gloves on. (laughs) You ain't washing your fucking hands. But I think we need... I think parents need to go to classes. 
And because you know, you got a lot of parents out here who's living with their own demons and shit like mm-hmm. this. So they're just passing it down. That's why therapy is important. I think a lot of people are too prideful to go to therapists. They're, they're, they're like, I don't need somebody else to tell me what I'm doing is right or wrong. There's so much of a stigma behind therapy. I don't know why. I go, t- well, I haven't been in about eight months, but I used to go talk to a therapist once a month. And it wasn't because I was tripping or I was I was losing my mind or not like that. It's just sometimes you need somebody who's going to just listen to you, mm-hmm. get shit off your shoulders and off your back. And a lot of people don't got that in their life. And it shows badly. Like, you ever try to talk to somebody, but they won't say shit to you? Like, you act like you know something. The person's favorite shit is, what's wrong? Shit, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like pulling tooth, teeth and nails to try to get them to open up to you. And it's just something that people not adapt to. They're not used to somebody actually genuinely caring for them or their well-being. And... At 12, 13 years old, you need that shit. Hell yeah. Those is like, at 12 years old, you're walking into your teenage years. Life is only going to get tougher from there. Because if you're a girl, you're going to start menstruating, maybe earlier. <laughs> I'm going to say menstruating. <laughs> you go, you go, you, them cycles going to start hitting. You know what I'm saying? As a boy, your PP going to start getting harder more often. You're going to start... Once, once you bust that first nut, you're not going to know what happened to you. Now you felt good, but it felt weird. You don't know what's really going on with yourself. You don't know if it's normal. You don't know if you were supposed to or not. But I think we need to get... we and I, I, You don't have to be a certified counselor to listen to somebody. Right. You could be a relative. Listen, I have this thing where people think I'm... I'm the most anti-social social person you ever know. Yo, I feel like I am too. <laughs> it's it, so bad. If I start talking to you, I'm going to have a lengthy conversation with you. But I don't like talking to people. But once I start talking to you, I can talk to you about absolutely anything. And I will, like that's my job basically. Talk to clients all day and we talk we talk about contracts for probably 2 minutes, but the rest of it is all random as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like today I was talking to this dude about putting up a little walkway sign in front of uh was it Tim Hortons? Nah, what's the green thing? The green thing? It's a bagel shop. Brewers, Brewers Bagels. Yeah. They was putting up a little crosswalk in there, and I don't know this one from Candy Paint, but I was taking pictures of the site because it's one of my clients, because we about to add on a, a second floor to it. And the, the construction worker just randomly started talking to me. He was like, how's it going? I'm saying, not much. He was like, it's kind of going to be kind of hard because I had dug up some shit to put the post in. He was like, it's going to be kind of hard for y'all to get some work done. So I was like, yeah, what's going on? He was like, man, listen, we're putting in fucking walkway signs so people know when to walk across the parking lot. I was like, what? He was like, y'all can't. And me and we talked about this fucking pole <laughs> for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, the light turn red, you stop walking. Light turn green, you walk. What's so fucking hard about that? He was like, man, it's fucking New York State. And then we started talking about the CARES Act. That, oh. that falls under and all this stuff. You're like, yeah, you know, people with wheelchairs, they don't like to stop and shit like that. <laughs> so we had this whole conversation today for 10 minutes. I don't know dude from a can of paint. But it was just a conversation. I don't know what he's going through. Maybe he just needs somebody to talk to while he was at work. And I listened. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people, it's weird, but sometimes you can talk to the most uncommon person you know 
you can't you don't have to know this person from Candy Paint but if they're willing to listen to you they don't know your real life so they can't judge you that's why a lot of people go to bars and drink and start talking to strangers at the bars because once you start drinking you're gonna start unconsciously talking all your feelings gonna come out and boom you just made a new friend I think the most important part of that is having somebody that doesn't have a side to be on because they have no hand in the game, so to speak. Yeah. So, like, it's hard for people to confide in their friends, their parents, family, because they they might have a hand in the game or they might have, you know, a reason to to influence you one way or another. But when you have a therapist or... You know, somebody that doesn't have an actual connection to you, they can tell you um, unbiasedly, like, or just listen. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen, not even tell you what to do or advise you or anything like that. Sometimes you just need to get stuff off your chest. I used to do that with my daughter. I used to call my daughter and I'd start talking to her. Like, Yo, don't say nothing, just listen. I'd just start talking to my daughter for like 30 minutes. And then, you know what she used to say? She'd be like, all right, Dad, you done? I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but I just, but now it's time when she'll just call me and she'll just start talking to me then. And I won't respond at all. That's good. Sometimes, and I think that's another thing. We don't have, this generation of parents is fucking awful. <laughs> it's fucking awful. You got kids raising kids. You got, you got a lot of, look at my, What's they call it? Millennials? All the kids born after 2001? That's millennial Gen, babies? Gen Z. Gen Z? I'm a millennial, sir. Don't insult me. Generation Z is after 96, I think. And forward. Okay. What's the difference? What does Z stand for? I don't know. They're the last generation? Because <laughs> they are. We fuck. <laughs> Word. I mean, with everything going on, they might be shit. All we need is aliens to come land. They already here. You see these white people walking around <laughs> on these mollies and shit. Them are the zombies. Listen, if you take, this is mad random, but if you popping pills every day, you go be the first hit on the zombies. Y'all look like Urkheads that be popping them Zans and shit. Those are zombies, man. <laughs> oh, my, my cousin, he addicted to perks right now. This dude is Tommy, right? Isn't that his name, Tommy? No, we're not talking about Tommy. Tommy be taking, <laughs> Tommy be taking Molly and shit. Okay. Tommy's ready for heroin. <laughs> Listen, his body is ready. It's fucked. He's trained. <laughs> his body is primed. Listen, that's this is. I'm shout out to my little cousin Tommy, man. Yo, the people love Tommy for some reason. Y'all fucking pick on I him too much, yo. I can't fucking stand Tommy. Y'all but pick on family. him so much. Listen, he bullying that boy. Last time I watched your life with him on, I'm like, leave no, him alone. You don't know Tommy, fam. I believe it because that was the only time I seen him. Tommy makes my fucking blood boil. <laughs> well, shout out to my little cousin Tommy, but I think we should work on. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna work on it. I'm not even gonna lie. The community needs to open more doors for our young men because they already got so many negative influences with all this drill music and fuck bitches, shoot people. The goal is to get money, have mad sex, and do drugs. That's like all I see in on social media and on movies. It's everywhere now. It's almost like 
we're training our, I want to say young black men. We're training our young black men to just be savages. Like this is, this is what's expected of you. This is how you should live. This is, this is what we need y'all to do. And until we get people of influence to actually step up and change the way, I just think it's just going to get worse from here. Because right now you got Boosie get buying his son to get some head. Next thing you know, they're going to be buying his son to have sex and then orgies. And then now you got your kid with HIV because you want to be thirsty to get him some action. And we got to get our adults some counseling. We need some group sessions, especially coming out this quarantine. I found out a lot of these people don't like their kids. <laughs> and it shows. But we got, I just feel like that's something that it starts at home, but the community definitely got to step in and help out. Because the sad part is you, you're not around your parents 24-7. You're going to be out in the community. You're going to be out in the world. You're going to be searching for something to get into. And we just, we, I think we need more programs. And this not just in my hometown. We need programs all over the place for uh, our young black men. So they can have a better guidance on life because sometimes the best guidance comes from someone you don't know you know what I'm saying you never know what kind of things you're into until you're introduced to something new mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about sex or nothing about like your dad paying you to have sex with a random chicken nut but hobbies yeah hobbies because what what how what? How many kids do you see these days that's like has doing something they generally like to do besides smoking and drinking at a young age? I, I, I know we was wild in my generation as teenagers, but we wasn't smoking and drinking at this rate. Right. We 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 snuck every now and then, but it wasn't no everyday thing. And it's just like that's all kids want to do. Kids want to grow up fast, to have sex, do drugs. And imitate what they see on YouTube and all this other shit. Too much social media influence. That's the other. That's Huge. that's really what it is. Like when we was young, we didn't have the world at our fingertips. We had to go outside and play. And what who was in front of us was that's all we what had. We had. <laughs> like so, it's not. It's hard to want to imitate this and that and the other when you can't even really see it unless you're watching TV. And even then, the stuff that was on TV is not what you get on social media right now like the stuff that's that's just forced down our youth's throat affects them in every way from their self-confidence to their morals to what they want to be when they grow up all that like because you just want to imitate what you see you want to imitate who you see out there with the fame and the money and all that so listen, social media is definitely influencing uh this generation significantly trying to say we should get rid of social media no, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would say that we need to, for our young people, limit how much they use it, first of all. And, like, I don't know. I just, it's too much. It's too you know much. it's crazy that you say that? Uh... Also, we have to teach them not to fall victim to wanting to be what they see. Be comfortable in who you are. 
that's the thing. How do a 12 or 13 year old know they're, that they're comfortable? How do they, how, how do you really know, like, you know, a lot of, most 12, 13 year olds, they stay in the house often. So outside, like, how do you know, like, that's why, that's why you gotta let kids live. I remember my first date, I was like 15. And I was supervised. We went to the fucking movies. <laughs> and my mom came with us. I'm like, yo, we're going to the movies. You can't just drop us off. She's like, no. You know, I already had a bad track record, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so, you know, she wasn't she wasn't feeling that shit at all. But I, I, I thank my mom for that because I had that balance. If I would have grew up solely with my dad, man, listen, I would be fucking out of control out here. I know I got a few shenanigans now, <laughs> but I would probably be reckless to bandit out here, for real, for real. And my mom, I guess you could say she's, even to this day, I call my mom and we'll just talk for hours and about just, I, mean, I remember one time I woke up out of a sound sleep at three in the morning and I didn't call nobody but my mom and she answered the phone. And that was that day I was like, she got my back for real. <laughs> If your mom pick up your phone call, but she probably thought I was in jail or some right. shit. <laughs> but, but I just needed her, I just needed I just needed her to talk to, and that's and this was this was a few years ago. And that's the first time my mother ever heard me cry. Like being an adult. It was like I got mad with and she didn't say nothing the whole time I talked. I was talking for mad fucking long. And she was just listening to me. But when I finished and I was crying on the phone, that's when she started talking. And it, was, and it was at that moment I realized, I was like, yo, I needed this shit. And I was grown. This was a few years ago. I was grown when this happened. But this is everything that was building up my whole life that I've, I've shared bits and pieces here and there, but I've never actually just let it out. Mm-hmm. And I think kids don't feel that comfort level with their parents anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they always in there in the house, they dropping you off so they can go party and drink and smoke with their friends. Because, you know, 30 is the new 20 or whatever the fuck they say. But I think we got to get our youth some more guidance. Pussy, you was wrong, blood. Is he a blood? I don't know. You was wrong, <laughs> fam. That's that's my opinion. You was wrong morally, ethically. Like, I, there's no, there's no, you can justify it coming from a male's perspective, but... When you got daughters, you gotta look at it from a whole spectrum. And a lot of people are skipping out on that. But you got any final thoughts before we wrap this up, Miss Nay? Thank you. How you feeling? Um, I'm good. This wasn't bad at all. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. not. I know I made my uh perspective quite clear on this subject. Clear. That <laughs> shit is crystal clear. Word. But yeah, thank you for having me. I'm proud many times. Try to get you on the radio show the 585 report. Ooh, we'll see how that goes. Live radio. When I get passionate, I curse a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody curses a lot when they get passionate. If I use the word fuck or shit in the same sentence more than twice, oh yeah, it's real. I'm 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 locked in. Right. I'm locked in. But I, I, I appreciate you for having for being here today. You know what I'm saying? But this was Edwin Moses Bishop with Miss Nate. Tell the people where they can find you. Do you accept the new social media friends or no? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at livinglovelyus. Um, that's on Instagram. Facebook, I don't really do 
I haven't been adding people on Facebook. She ain't gonna add you. Just let it go, friends. <laughs> I made a new Facebook and I still only got 600 friends. I ain't add nobody. Just follow, just, just follow her on the Instagram. gram, y'all. Just yeah. follow her on the gram. But thank y'all for tuning in. Till next time. Peace.